Listening to the Full Sport Press podcast, featuring hosts Jay Hove, Jeff, and Weezy. Please enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the Full Sport Press podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one stop shop for all sports related news and topics. I am Jay Hove. It's your boy, Big Jeff. Weezy in the building. Say, What's up, Weezy? Um, what's going on, man? What it do? What it do? What it do? <laughs> How you doing, man? Good, man. How's everybody's week? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Camera's always on. It's always on, brother. Better damn know it. <laughs> Let's kick it off, man. Episode 282. We're moving right along. Part two, the fifth annual NFL Top 7 Series. Wow. Next up are the wide receivers and tight ends. FSP style, baby. Always. FSP style. Better damn know it. Better damn believe it. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Best of the week, Weezy. What you got? What's your best of the week? <laughs> best of the week for me was okay. uh, the Carmelo Anthony interview, man. I'm glad he said his piece. Yeah. Pretty much he's at peace with it. Okay. So, uh, you know. He'll be on the team. I can tell the way when Stephen A. asked him, hey, do you think, you know, what are you looking like as far as the team? Where do you want to play at? He's like, what are we talking about? They said he asked to the interview. Yeah, yeah. no. He yeah. just wanted to clear the air because he wanted to tell his own narrative and what about you, Joe? <laughs> kind of similar to that, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy, like like we just. I'm just happy Melo got to get ahead of that and got to say say his piece mm-hmm. and hopefully get on the team. Yeah, for sure. Get, 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 get his victory lap. Yeah, yeah no. he deserves. He's our first battle Hall of Fame for sure. Yeah. No question in my yeah. mind. Uh, my best of the week is the Nashville Pro Am. Man, ended with a bang yeah. all over the internet. Shout out to she Nashville Pro Am <laughs> staff. Did a great job. Future's bright, man. man you you couldn't have r- scripted that ending. No, nah, I saw yeah, like, nah. good, great. Ended in a bang, man. Yeah. So good for the city, man. Yeah. Most for definitely. The city. Worst of the week. Right back to you, Jeff. What's up? Oh man, anybody that know me know I'm fighting these sinuses. I'm losing right now. Yeah, we, we fight through it. This we fight through it. This episode, though. yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, it's rough. Flu game. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> what about you, Weezy? The worst of the week for me was uh the baseball fight. This week. <laughs> oh, the baseball fight. Okay, they got to quit that, man. <laughs> <laughs> One of the, that's real man. ball fights out there, yeah, man. He reared back. Yeah, yeah that's real. The coaches <laughs> got that saying. Yeah, that know, was a, you a piece of. Shit. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the Pittsburgh uh, Pirates coach. He needs. He needs. A, he needs some help. Bush League out there. Yeah. <laughs> He's setting it up. Follow on the SSP oh, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. Instagram. My gosh. Yeah, that's a perfect. Yeah. Coach, <laughs> I mean, I uh, uh, up imagine if a football team got them fight like that. Yeah, it'd be a different narrative. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, it'll be a different narrative. Oh, that just gets suspended. Oh, NBA. Oh God, the NBA. Oh, 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 eight games. Yeah, right. Somebody <laughs> fight like that on yeah. the floor. Ron Man, it's Ron gonna be twelve to fifteen games. Tuck. Maybe a year. Maybe. For sure. Maybe. Uh, my worst of the week, David Griffin. Man, um, I don't like how you talk about a man like that after the fact. Okay, these are grown men we're talking about. Yeah, he's seen LeBron. He still talks to LeBron and his representation. Uh-huh. Say all that when you are. Fire, <laughs> you know LeBron James is the reason that you are relevant. True, they let him go to bat for you and your entire family. Having he posted his wife's vineyard yep. on his um, Twitter, Twitter Instagram page, yep. fifty million people can see that. It's free advertisement, easy. And then you get a new gig and you throw this man under the bus, and then get on TV and try to backtrack, but never really backtrack. Yeah, you should forever be in debt. To, to LeBron James exactly. He's the reason why you have this job He's the reason that people even know who the hell you are exactly. Super classless act by David Griffin man. No good comes from coward moves As we see no good has came um, To Danny Ainge And the Celtics <laughs> after the coward moves That he moved So yeah man Shot You played yourself man. Yeah not for sure He should have been in the yellow box Yeah we can get him a box yeah, too. Special, yeah, box. special, special box. box Outdated box For sure Oh man <laughs> Make sure you check us out on Facebook Instagram Google Play Stitcher Beyond Pod YouTube And of course The SoundCloud page To catch up on the full archive Of past episodes of FSP Simply search Full Sport 
Prez Podcast. And after you do that, check out the Old Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast with Animal Brown, Spike Lou, and producer M Extra on the boards each and every Wednesday. This week's episode has switched up a little bit and had the life in the industry with Christian Daniel. It's a pretty cool episode. Man. Yeah, man. Shout out to the guys yeah. at Own Deck, man. Big things popping over there. Yeah. Speaking of big things pop. Uh oh. Uh oh. Fresher than your average yeah, we podcast. Switch it up on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Big announcement, man. Appreciate everybody that reached out. New logo. Yeah. Same great content. Me and my dog, Animal Brown, Self Help Fashion Podcast. Directly related to improving everyday fashion. Yes, sir. Latest issue, issue 50, is up right now. Directly for the culture. Wheezy, we need you to hit the hotline, dog. Yeah, I'm going to hit the hotline. They got the hotline. Yeah, excited. I woke up super <laughs> early that morning. You know, yeah. I was first like. Yeah, you were excited for it. Yeah, like, can, we, can we get well, where it's going? What, yeah. where, what's, where, what's the announcement? You yeah, know, I wonder nah, what's sure. going on, man. Yeah, hit that hotline, 629-777-5565. Drop a voicemail. We answer a question yeah. on the next issue. Maybe. Yeah. Might happen. Shout out shout out to y'all, man. Y'all, y'all let me know if it is coming back. Yeah, you got on I mean? the fitted right now. Yeah, y'all was happy about that. For, yeah. you know, for the guys with the seven and seven eighths and the ball. Seven and seven eighths. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's step backs wasn't working for us. Nah. You know what I mean? So AB, back. Yeah. yeah, AB was in the same in the same boat. Yeah, so, man. So yeah. shout out to Fitness coming back. I can, you know. Yeah. I'm good. Fresher than your average podcast, man. All right. You can read up on your favorite FSP co host. <clears throat> All right. Purchase the FSP merchandise and catch up on the past episodes from the shows we just mentioned and the new ones and much, much more. How you do that, you ass wheezy? Just simply search realvillemedia.com. Tell a friend to support the real. RMG! Most definitely RMG. Jeff, you got 10 good rest in seconds. Oh, yeah. Let's start the clock. All right. So the great one, The Rock, announced that he has quietly retired from wrestling. This announcement was made this week amid rumors that The Rock will be coming back to the WWE to help boost their slagging, their, you know, slugging raise, I should say, okay. on the first episode of SmackDown when it airs on Fox. So he announced uh, while he's promoting his movie, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, mm-hmm. that he has quietly retired from wrestling. So usually when someone says something like that, it means they have a surprise appearance coming up. And that's just how wrestling works. And the sad news, R.I.P. to Harley Race. Harley Race. He passed mm-hmm. away this week. Race is the Hall of Fame and former NWA World Champion. All around one of the wrestlers you when we were growing up, he was everywhere, Memphis, Nashville, all over the you know, syndicated wrestling scene. So yep. R.I.P. Harley Race. Shout out to Harley Race. Yeah. How in the hell does The Rock get off being the the great one and the great <laughs> one is Wayne Gritz? I mean The Rock calls himself the one. people's champ. Okay, I'm cool with the that. Great Stay one. with that. Okay. I mean he got a lot of monikers. Yeah, for know. sure. Yeah. You, don't like the Rock? you got a lot of monikers. You don't Touchdown like Weezy. <laughs> Touchdown Weezy. Headband Weezy. Two lead Weezy. Most definitely. In case you missed it, Joey Chestnut. Now, um, competitive eater Joey Chestnut, 12 time Nathan's hot dog eating contest champion, now has another title to add to his resume Chicken Wing King. Chestnut <laughs> ate 413 Hooters chicken wings over the course of 12 hours on Monday. I don't the, believe it. At the Mall of Georgia, that equals at right around 34 wings per hour. Chestnut was taking advantage of the restaurant's $15.99 all-you-can-eat wing deal. After starting at 11 a.m., he was presented a T-shirt for drowning his 250th wing around 5 p.m. Then he ate several more hours. He previously won Philadelphia's Wing Bowl when he ate 182 wings in just 30 <laughs> minutes. If you're doing the math, that is six wings per 30 seconds. And that was Gosh. in 2007. George Chestnut got the chill. He's a machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he if he eat 200, 200 Hooters wings, he hard because them wings ain't nothing. <laughs> They're terrible. Hooters wings ain't nothing. In 12 hours. Now tweet us with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment and give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page. On the iTunes right page, please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. Tell a friend. <laughs> To, to tell the cameraman producing the hell out of us today. Yeah, oh, damn. Sure. Yeah, that yeah. friend. Yeah. <laughs> that the revolution will be podcasting. Got me laughing, dog. And before we get started, the first half, do you have a yellow box of Cheerios award recipient for the listeners? Weezy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let the people hear. This week's recipient. What? Recipient? It's recipient, not what? percipient. I didn't say that. This, woo. You just <laughs> said This week's recipient is. There we go. My goodness. Anthony Davis, man. It is, for sure. Lakers power forward Anthony Davis. Admitted to a fear that plagues much of the nation's nine and under crowd. 
Specifically, he said that he's scared of the dark because too many horror movies as a youngster screwed him up for life. To remedy this, he has a source of a light glow over him for protection against boogeymen, boogie women, murderers, and etc. Here's the quote. <laughs> he said, I must have a TV on, bathroom light on. Some light has to be on when I go to bed. He also went on to say, um, I wish I wasn't scared of the dark. I watched too many crazy movies when I was a kid and it messed me up for life end quote so if you're a nightlight <laughs> manufacturer looking for a celebrity endorser yeah doesn't get any That's easy money. this is a layup yeah <laughs> so, anthony davis he should have kept that to himself he should have kept that to himself <laughs> i ain't gonna lie he should have kept that to himself yeah yeah for sure do you sleep with the lights off no i gotta have a tv on though <laughs> I'm not scared of the dark. I'm not scared of the dark. Sleep. Sleep. So what about you, Joe? Nothing on. Nothing on. I, mean, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, Jeff, I can see. Yeah, you undertaking now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, can I can see that. What about you, Cameron? You sleep with the lights on? You sleep with the TV on? I sleep with the TV on as well. Yeah. I, I'm just so used to. So what was the joke on me for? Now because you look terrified when you see it. I got TV. You scared of the boogeyman? Nah, I seen some stuff though. You seen some <laughs> stuff. I know you have. You, yeah. have, you suffer from sleep paralysis. Do you want to yeah. let the listeners in on that? Sleep paralysis is rough. Tough. <laughs> Talk about your sleep paralysis, dog. Sleep paralysis is, is nothing to play with, man. Do you yeah. see somebody standing in the corner? Or do you feel like somebody's touching you? Yeah, it's just too much touching. Yeah. yeah, for real. You I, can't move for like thirty seconds. Yeah, and, but you want to move. You, you want to move. Yeah, you feel yeah. it, but you can't move for like thirty tough, seconds. Yeah. I hate that for you, man. Yeah. Yeah, Push through that. Keep fighting with you for sure. Keep keep your gloves up. Yeah, they say it has to happen to people to sleep on their back. You sleep on your back? Mm-hmm. Jeff, you sleep on your side? Yeah, side on my uh, face down. Yeah, I sleep on your face down. Show us left face down. Let's just get started the first half, man. Jesus Christ. The first half is underway. Full sport press. First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast. Before we get started, I am Jay ho It's your boy, Big Jeff. I'm Weezy. What it do? Weezy, where can they find you at on social media, my brother? FSP underscore Weezy at How Weezy on Twitter. Holla at me. Sure. What about you, Jeff? <laughs> Jay Easley, like four across all social media platforms. Yes, sir. And I am J A I H O V on Instagram and Twitter. Come have a conversation with me on Twitter. Um. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And it is FSP underscore cameraman right here. Yeah, it is on the screen. Happy yeah. to have you back there, brother. <coughs> you doing all right? Cool. Two thumbs up. Two. There we go. Hey, yeah, there we go. There we go. Gonna be a good show. Yeah, there sure. we cook. Okay. Two right. thumbs up. Was yeah, for sure. Was more than enough, King. Before we get started <laughs> with the first half, uh, let's talk about the FSP twelve man league. It will kick off this month. Oh yeah. We're having a real shindig this year. Looking to have a live draft. On August the 31st, tentatively, yeah. um, contact me to confirm your spot in the league, Jeff, and I will co-commission this whole thing. There we go. He'll do the numbers, <laughs> and I will do uh, the, the talking, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> get so that going. Tell us something we don't know. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to get a phone call this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might play this year, y'all. What? Nah, hell nah. nah you nah, done. Nah. I hope so. Nah, he done. Nah, he got it, you know. Yeah. I want, I, you know. He got to redeem himself. I don't know. Was you even saying you want some competition? Nah, nah. nah I was nah, finna nah, say. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I made the chip last year. What you want to do? Yeah, you got some commissions. So I don't know how you did that shit. I had a great, great draft. I don't know about oh. that. You, yeah, we ain't going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah for, for sure. That shit. Most definitely we <laughs> are. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's kick the first half off with some NFL talk. The NFL current collective bargaining agreement has largely made training camp holdouts a thing of the past. But there's something a bit different this year. Five veteran uh, players began camp as no-shows. Melvin Gordon, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Jaguars edge rusher Yannick Ngakwe. Mm -hmm. They're all frustrated with terms of their slotted rookie deals. In addition, Trent Williams and Davion Clowney have both refused to sign a franchise tender. Which of these NFL holdouts has the most leverage? Trent Williams. <laughs> okay. Big Trent Williams for really? sure. Oh, yeah, they need him. Yeah. I think who has the most, like, to answer the question as far as the most leverage, it would be Ezekiel Elliott. Um, he's been the number one, number two best back in the NFL for the past three years. A person like Melvin Gordon yeah. had his breakout year yeah. last year. So, in turn, so with that. Consistent. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he's been injured, often injured. True. So, why do you force a trade yeah. in a year that you only had one year? <clears throat> Ezekiel has all of the leverage because he – it's arguably the best back, back in, in the, the football. League. I think if it goes, depending on how long the holdout is, like if it goes in the games, definitely Zeke. Good. Their offense is going to sputter yeah. without him right there. But I think right now, Clowney, 
once they go into camp, yeah. they see how that you know with JJ Watt's back, but you know he, you know he's not yeah. alone for this league. It just yeah. seems, you know what I mean. <laughs> and Clown has been coming to his own, becoming the player we all thought he was going to be. Yeah, like eventually they're going to say we got to pay this dude. Yeah, we I think to. we'll see a Le'Veon situation with Le'Veon Clown. He's going to be very steadfast yeah, 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 to yeah. to not sign that deal because at the end of the day he has leverage as well. Yeah. And it's not as much leverage as you would say Ezekiel Elliott or Trent Williams. I think Trent Williams is at the end of his rope. I could see him. He's the most unique out of the group. Okay. I think um, six people in his position have gotten raises. And on top of that, they haven't treated him well as far as injuries. So I think the summer holdouts are a thing that they see the NBA Mm -hmm. having the power. And they want to have a little bit more of that power because you got to look at it. Khalil Mack forced yeah. to trade, made yeah. it happen. AB forced to trade, made it happen. Teams are carrying so much money over into the next year. Right. Players know that and they want to be compensated for it. Yeah, yeah man. And you, they've got to go back to the table with that collective bargain and figure out a way yeah. to get those con- more guaranteed money, get those contracts yeah. shorter to where it's more player friendly because, without, you know, again, I know the owner's going to say this is our league. We it's, it's, NFL is definitely an owner league, mm-hmm. but we're not watching if no players on the field. Yeah, I mean, look, look at the AFL. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, the AAF or whatever. You know yeah, what I mean? man. We didn't know them players. We're not watching that just because it's football. Out of those five, who breaks their holdout Zeke. first? I think Zeke will break. I don't think Zeke's gonna break. They're gonna I, pay him. I know. I know. In the perfect world, I, I, I want to agree with you. I just think Zeke is gonna break because he's gonna feel a loyalty to Dallas the way they've protected him. Mm-hmm. And if he does it, some of those things that they've hidden mm-hmm. for him are gonna start coming out and hurting his image. I, I think they'll, they'll sabotage him before they pay him. I think Clowney will break. I think yeah, because they ain't gonna. He gonna oh, well, they doing good without me. Yeah. One I know those things. Yeah, no, for sure. I can see Clowney breaking before anybody else. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on to the NBA, guys. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Been a great offseason for the Clippers. Yeah. <laughs> after, <laughs> after Kawhi, after Paul George. Last week, the Clippers revealed plans for a new arena in Inglewood. Set to open in 2024. It's going to finally move them out of the Staples Center and from up under the Lakers. Uh, up, up, sorry, up under the Lakers' shadow, I should say. Giving them their own identity. In addition to that new arena, the Clippers are looking to possibly give a new look. And a new name. What do you think the Clippers name going to be? Clippers got to get rid of that mascot for sure. <laughs> That's a terrible mascot. Between that and the Pelicans, they have. But um, I got some ideas that I've read online. We'll okay. kind of go through these four. You <laughs> guys ready? Yeah, go ahead. The Los Angeles Beaches. What? No. No, you don't like that? that? That's, that's, no. Okay. That, n- just pictures. Yeah. Somebody like Kevin Garnett, if he's still in the league. Yeah. Say, Y'all have some beaches. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's going to sure, be real sure. bad. The Los Angeles Waves. What? Okay, that's better than beaches. Okay, we we going in the right direction. Okay. We're going okay. in the right direction. Los Angeles Stars, bruh. Nah, man, that's that's that's, that's, that's w- too simple. It's not like WNBA for sure. Too simple. And the Los Angeles Express. That's last resort. You can't think of nothing else. Man, we the Express. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I don't like any of them. Yeah. They got to start from scratch. But Clipper season ticket renewal rate was a record 95% with payments due yeah. before uh, Kawhi Leonard and uh, Paul George showed up. Yeah. But they've sold 10000 so far this year compared to 5000 this time last year. So. Mm. You got to cash in. You know, that yeah. Clipper, the Clipper brand with new ownership. And everything after the racism, uh, yeah, with, yeah. you know, with the previous owner and all that, you know, the live city stuff. Clippers, Clipper stocks through the roof right now. Oh yeah, for so, sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm with it. With yeah, it. you gotta get a cool name though. Yeah, now that name can't be the beaches. I think you keep the can't Clippers. be the beaches. <laughs> keep the Clippers, man. I don't like that. You don't like the Clippers? No, no, no. I, I, I totally understand it though, especially when you moving out of the Staples Center from right. up under the Lakers. I get it. You gotta you start from get your own identity. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. Let's keep it in the NBA. Blazers and guard CJ McCollum. Agreed to a three-year, $100 million contract extension on Tuesday. McCollum now has five years left on his deal with the Blazers. He will be eligible to enter free agency following the 2023-24 season. The Blazers will be paying Dame Lillard and C.J. McCollum a combined $410 million over the next five years. Can this duo lead the Blazers back into postseason glory? Postseason, yes. Championship, yeah. no. Yeah. But shout out to them boys for the getting paid. They made their Western Conference Finals. Yeah. That's crazy. People don't even think about that, dude. Yeah, they crazy. lost in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. They added Hassan Whiteside. Quick work, yeah, quick, quick. Some, of, some of the fastest <laughs> work you ever seen in your life. Um, they added Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. Baysmore. Yeah. Mario Herzonia. Pau Gasol. Drafted Nas Little. Yeah. 
this is a sneaky team for 2019-2020. Yeah. But here's the thing. If I don't think they make it as far as they made it last year, I can see them trading one of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been together. They would have been together at the end of next year, six years. So mm-hmm. that's enough time to get you going and see if this team can actually make it far. Then I think they've uh, – Zenith, they hit their actual they, Zenith yeah, with this yeah. Eastern – well, the Western Conference Finals appearance yeah. this year. Everything, everything fell right for them, you know. Oh, yeah. With the shot, the walk off shot oh, against yeah. OKC. Yeah, I think they shot their load with that shot. And not only that, <laughs> not only that, yeah, that was the highlight. <laughs> the West is really, really gonna be difficult, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be the difficult. West is gonna be a fight. Like that team yeah. could easily not make the playoffs. Ooh, I'm just saying. Like, a lot would have to go wrong for them. Yeah, play, play, they loaded play. though. Bro. They loaded. They loaded. We. I'm not even talking about Anthony Simons, yeah. Gary Trent Jr. Everybody else is loaded though. Yeah, but they. But, I think they're deep. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, they're okay. they're they're, yeah. they're loaded in a way, not star power, but loaded yeah. in a way of people who play their position and play exactly. with. Exactly. Like for if sure. an injury happens on some of these teams, they're screwed. Yeah, this team will be okay minus a big injury. For yeah. sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, you can't be Dame. But yeah, somebody yeah, else. Sure. Get, you know, big injury. Yeah, big guys. Yeah. All right, so let's, wow, we're moving on to boxing. Yeah. We, don't, we don't do a lot of boxing. Hey, man, yeah, I'm the boxing aficionado <laughs> of the Full Sport Press podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Coach Locke, his guy, Javante <laughs> <laughs> Davis, the, ju- the WBA junior lightweight champion of the world, mm-hmm. made a spectacular homecoming this past weekend after he knocked out Ricardo Nunez in the second round mm-hmm. live on Showtime. The victory marked the first time a native of Baltimore had returned to that city with a world title and actually won since 1940. Wow. The crowd went crazy. There was 12,000 people there. I think we just witnessed the birth of a star. Man, I think Tank, man, he got <laughs> right around 800,000 for this fight. Yeah. He'll be 25 at the end of this year. 22 and 0. 21 KOs. 21 KOs. Here's the wow. thing, though. That's a stat right there. That's yeah. numbers. Here's the thing. Oh, shit. He, was gonna... he hadn't had a real fight since I think it was Fonseca in yeah. 2017. They ducking him, though, Jay. You think they, they ducking, ducking him? They him, Jay. Okay. He, he called that out. He wants Limonchenko. Yeah. He's going to have to fight Yuri Okas Gamboa. But I don't know, like, who the hell is that? Yeah. But he's going to have to fight Yuri Okas before he gets Lomachenko. Yeah. They I, they ducking him. I heard he's scared of Tevin Foreman, though. Oh. And Jojo <laughs> Diaz, too. He'll, he'll, work. he'll fight Jojo yeah, Diaz. Yeah, he'll fight Jojo. What about Jamil so. Heron? I want that fight to wait. Yeah, because okay. because Jamil he can get he'll get better, and okay. that fight will be worth a lot more money. But okay. I think we saw a birth of a star then last Saturday. I mean, the numbers show yeah. six hundred thousand viewers, average right around five hundred and fifty three. It's a significant spike yeah. over since he fought Ruiz in February. So yeah. he just needs to show the same vigor yeah. and um, just the moxie that he had against Nunez against elite competition. Yeah. And if you're saying that they're ducking him, yeah. then that makes sense because yeah. I just know he hadn't had a real fight since 2017. You're right. And yeah. he's he's begging for it. Gamboa, I'm, I'm happy Gamboa came back. Um, he was one of those guys six or five, six to seven years ago yeah. who was supposed to be the guy to find out he didn't really have the chin to be a champ. Mm-hmm. You know, he, only, like, he only has two losses. It's but like Anthony Joshua. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. But now nah, he has to yeah. get in, there, in the ring with some elite. Yeah, sure in the no. division, no yeah. and I think we'll see that soon. Yeah, pay per view, so. pay per view on the way. Pay per view on the way for sure. <laughs> Before we start with halftime, let's talk LeBron James. Uh-oh. LeBron James made headlines this week for celebrating his son Bronny's viral slam dunk at an AAU tournament in Las Vegas. Now, James not only participated in the North Coast Blue Chips pregame layup sessions, <laughs> but he essentially stormed the court during Bronny's game after he dunked the ball and he lost his sneaker. Was LeBron right or wrong for being an AAU dad? I've talked about AAU games here before. Mm-hmm. If you're mad at LeBron for what he's doing, come yeah. to some of these games you're not come, showing up to. Right. Yeah. You see some wild stuff. You think what well, LeBron doing is bad. Yeah. Like, he's just being a parent. Yeah. There's people out there asking people for the fade in the yeah. middle of the game, right. trying to you know, holler at the rev. Nah, man, yeah. this, is, this is good. That's what you're supposed to be as a dad. Yeah. I think zero parents and or kids complained about yeah. LeBron. <clears throat> Him in the layup line, Duncan, is something <laughs> – that I think is a little distasteful. That's the only thing I didn't like about <laughs> yeah, it. But, that's a little extra. But I looked at it too, though. Weezy. Some of these parents, some of these kids will never see him in a gym. Yeah. So in turn, he put on a treat for everybody. You might not have the money to go see a, a Laker, Laker game. Yeah. Hell, the Lakers might not come to Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. So you can't see him playing in person. Whatever LeBron James is doing at his son's AAU games isn't a distraction. 
for anyone in the gym. <laughs> TV personalities and writers got to find something else to do. This I know no, it's a slow time. It's yeah. slow, but dude. He's an active father coming from a single parent household, man. Mo, like you don't understand how great it is to have a dad in oh, your life. He told a kid, "I hope I'm yeah. in the league still when you get there." Yeah, come on, man. Think about how you would feel if you was that kid. That the, come on, probably man. the best, one of the best players ever. Just say, "I hope I'm still there when you get dude, there." It, and I'm come telling on, you. Man. The kids absolutely love this. They yeah. don't have no problems with this. Yeah. It's all I, the media. Yeah, it's all yeah. the media. They have nothing else to talk nothing about. else to talk about. And I guarantee if anybody that came from a single parent household that didn't have a dad in their life, dude, they would love to have a mentor like LeBron James. No question. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. You guys ready to get started with halftime? Let's do it. Let's do it. We're at the midway point. Enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime. We have another installment of Coach Brown's two-minute drill. Coach Brown's a former TSU tight end and the current defensive coordinator for Hillsboro High School in Nashville, Tennessee. Shout out to the Burroughs. Coach Brown will give an insight on hot topics from a former player and a current coach's perspective. Let's see what Coach Brown has to say this week. Good evening. I am Coach Brown, and welcome to Coach Brown's two-minute drill. Today, we're going to talk about two particular divisions in the NFL, and we're going to continue to go through these divisions each week. But this week, we're going to be talking about the AFC East and the NFC East. Now, within the AFC, we know that the New England Patriots have <laughs> been the staple of that division for umpteen years, as somebody's grandma would say. Will the New England Patriots be able to sustain being atop of that division right now? with losing Gronk, Tom Brady's older. Now, which team within the AFC East is going to be able to contend with them? Um, I'm really thinking it's a strong possibility for the Jets to contend. Definitely depends on the play of Sam Darnold. He definitely played better down the stretch. They add Le'Veon Bell. They add C.J. Mosley. They draft Quentin Williams. They have a lot of key cogs and parts to where they can possibly contend. I'm going to say that New England is definitely going to win the division again, but the Jets will definitely contend this year. Moving on to the NFC East, this is probably one of the more competitive divisions every year in the NFL. You know, you got the Giants, you got the Eagles, you got the Redskins, and you got the Cowboys. So with that said, is it Dallas' division to lose right now, being that Zeke's holding out? I don't think they can do it without Zeke because, because that means that Dak is really – going to have to go off he's going to have to go stupid he's going to have to go crazy and i don't think that's the type of quarterback he is to have to throw between 30 and 40 times a game for them to be successful right now i'm kind of liking how the eagles look they bring back deshaun jackson solid running game wince is healthy so we're going to see if from whence he came can play i still think this is going to be a two-man race probably between the Cowboys and the Eagles. Hey, those are just my thoughts, guys. I'm going to leave you guys with these words of wisdom. Which one do you need more, commitment or sacrifice? I'm going to let you guys marinate on that. Hey, I am the coach. Coach Brown it is. Rue, and I'm gone. And that is another installment of Coach Brown's two-minute drill. The first thing you talked about, the AFC East, any real contenders for – the New England Patriots. Go Bills. Bills. It's tough. I just want to say go Bills. Yeah, I don't think the Jets are going to give them a run for their money. I do, too. Man, I really think the Jets are going to be legit this year. They maybe got to find a second wide receiver to mm -hmm. step up. Mm -hmm. Other than that, um, I think they can really cause some trouble for that division. Because we do agree. They in a long time. Because we do agree they have a quarterback, right? Sam Darnold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hot about that because I didn't know this is what you were talking about. I yeah. thought we were in yeah, agreement. Uh, yeah, he about caught, he caught winning you. He got Williams. You. He got you. And Leonard Williams. He got they, you. they got a quarterback, right? He got I don't you. believe in him. He got yeah. you. I think the second best quarterback isn't even playing yet. I think the Bills have a really good quarterback. Josh Allen? No. Their third string quarterback, Tyree Jackson. He's gonna be good. I hope so. Who? I really hope so. Right. <laughs> Kid that played at Buffalo. Yeah. Got drafted. Well, yeah. free agent signing yeah, by Buffalo. Sign, he's yeah. going to be good, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we might have right. lucked into one. For sure. Like, seriously. No, I think he's good, man. Yeah. yeah. We might have lucked into one. NFC East, is this Dallas's division to lose? Yes. I think Philly's going to win that division. I think it's Dallas. If Dallas pays Zeke, it's their division to lose. 
Yeah. I like the way that they added Jordan Howard and Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. Derek Barnett comes back 100%. Mm-hmm. I think that um, Philadelphia team, I think they'll win that division easily. He has to not Carson, easily. Carson Wentz got to stay healthy, though. Yeah. yeah, not easily. But I think they had the most explosive team in the NFL. Who that? Philadelphia. Philly. Yeah, nah, for sure. Wide out, crazy. crazy. Aguilar, Alshon Jeffrey. And you add in Deshaun Jackson with that, with Zach Ertz. Yeah. It's a know. lot of weapons. It's a lot of weapons. Yeah. Um, his words of wisdom for the week. Which one do you need more, commitment or sacrifice? <laughs> sacrifice. Okay. Yeah. Because you sacrifice a lot, man, in life. It was true enough. A whole lot. A whole lot. Sure. Got a little deep right there. Yeah. Shout, Shout out to Coach Brown. Shout out to Coach Brown. Right. Taking the air out the room. Yeah, for though. sure. Yeah, you all respect or be reflective and stuff. Yeah, no, for sure, damn. Let's get started the second half, fellas. <laughs> the second half is underway. Full sport press. Second half, the 2019 NFL Top 7 Series, the fifth annual. Wide receivers and tight end. Part two. I am Jay Ho. It's your boy, Big Joe. I'm Weezy. What to do? And your phone said, what's up? Oh, uh, cameraman, gosh. as much as running backs don't want to hear it, the NFL has, you know, gotten to a more pass-friendly league over the last couple of years after seeing some of the numbers displaced by some of the greatest wide receivers and tight ends we've seen in a long, long time. Mm. Very difficult putting together this list. So we asked our listeners, loyal listeners, mm-hmm. to send in a list. Their top seven wide receivers and tight end heading into the 2019 NFL season. Right. Now, again, this list is 50%. 2018-19 stats and performance. Okay. And the other 50%, who has the best chance of maintaining their great play heading into next season without further ado, Let's start with the wide receivers. The NFL has never had a group of top wide receivers as good as the ones that they had in 2018, 2019 mm. with a bevy of established superstars who continue to play at a high level. Young, promising receivers are having a hard time crashing this party. Let's go over last year's rankings. Jeff, who do we have? All right, number seven, we had Jarvis Landry. Number six, Michael Thomas. Number five, Kenan Allen. Number four, Julio Jones. Wow. Number three, <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. Number one, a tie for number one, DeAndre Hopkins and Antonio Brown. For sure. Wow, we had a, we had a real tie. Yeah, yeah. a real tie. Yeah, a real tie. Yeah. <laughs> so without further ado, let's go into the honorable mentions of the 2019-2020 list. Um, the first person that we'll talk about was on a lot of people's list was Mike Evans, 25 years old. He's one of three NFL players to begin his career with five consecutive 1,000-yard seasons, mm-hmm. set career highs in 2019. And I think the thing that's hurting him is um, playing <laughs> deep into the playoffs. I think for the Bucks, <laughs> Playing deep into the playoffs. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, somebody has to give him the ball. James is giving him the ball. Yeah. James is rating a 76 on Madden. I think that's very disrespectful. disrespectful. Yeah, but we'll see. He'll, we'll play, see out. He'll play out of that. He will play above and yeah. beyond that 76 yeah. for sure. But Mike Evans is really good. Do you think he should have been on this list, Sweet? Nah. No. Dang. Wow. <laughs> Not this Career year. year. Career year, for yeah. sure. He was on my list. Yeah, for sure. One of my favorite receivers in the league. Constant yeah. threat. Yeah. I know he's just out of permission. We're not going to talk about him too long. Yeah. But he should have been on the list. Yeah, Mike Evans is a hell of a wide receiver. He? Okay. He wasn't on my list, though. Mm-hmm. Really good wide receiver. My guy. Yeah. <laughs> Number two is Juju Smith-Schuster, 22 years old. Took a massive step forward mm-hmm. in the sophomore campaign leading the Steelers in both receptions and receiving yards with A.B. gone. This is the biggest test because mm-hmm. you got to realize now nobody's worried about A.B. They're worried about you. So you got to get open. It's going to be – this is going to be – this starts the Juju era for you. Is this your guy? You wanted him on this list. You I fought did. for him. I did. Yeah. Just for everything you just said. Right. You let him in receiving yards and catches. Yeah. Yeah, Juju was always open. <laughs> always open. So we'll see. This is his year, dog. This is his year. I don't think he duplicate that. That's yeah. A, that's a great that's year. That's a great year. So, yeah, but sure. yeah. Mike Evans had better numbers than him, though. Mike Evans should be on this list. <laughs> Mike Evans had better numbers than him. <laughs> <laughs> also, Weezy's got Adam Thielen, 28 years old. Just a solid wide receiver, man. Started every game for the past two straight seasons. And in his first two full seasons, he's at racked up right around 1,300 yards per campaign. The thing about Thielen, I don't think that – he makes a list because he's just not better than the seven people that are in front of him. He's just not – he's not better than Juju. He's not better than Mike Evans. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling you, he's not. If you're starting a team tomorrow, you got Mike Evans standing right there, you got Juju Smith-Schuster, who you picking with? 
and you got Adam Thielen. <laughs> you, you're picking Adam Thielen. Who's my quarterback? Who's my quarterback? I don't give it. If your quarterback is Marcus Mariota, who you, who you pick? Thielen. What? Ain't no way. Because you're going to short intermediate yep, right Exactly. Nah. <laughs> you, can, you still run those same short intermediate routes with Juju. But Juju's at his best when you get him out there in that field. No. Yeah. No. Lee Lee. Thiele Lee, Lee is open, though. Thiele Lee, Lee, Lee is open. He's he don't open. Yeah. football either. Yeah. Um, and last on honorable mention list, Keenan Allen, who I think was a complete robbery this year, not being on there. 27 years old. He was yep. number five on our list last year yep. and playing in full 16-game slates back-to-back back years. Yep. Dipped um, as far as numbers, dipped out a little bit because the emergence of Mike Williams being in San Diego, excuse me, Los Angeles. Yep. I think he's a top five, top six receiver in this league. and. Um, the disrespect to not have him on this list is I don't very think disrespectful. He just and still it, averaged down at thirteen hundred yards the last two years oh, with sure. a, with a dip with it, more weapons coming up. Oh, yeah, LA, so yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> Everybody um, can't make the list, man. If, and, and you know what? It is Everybody, top seven. It, it is, is on the top seven. Is hard seven. to pick. That's just all it is to it for sure. You guys ready to kick <laughs> it off with the list, man? Who we got at number seven, Weezy? All right, Tyreek Hill at number seven. He had eighty-seven receptions, four fourteen hundred yards. And 12 touchdowns. Sure. Tyreek Hill is like Dante Hall on Red Bull, though. <laughs> like, he's Dante Hall. That's, nah, you shouldn't compare him to Dante Hall. Not for real. I'm saying they're same smile. Listen, Stature. Though. Stature. Same stature. But what I'm saying is he's better. Like, he's sure. Dante Hall, but better. Yeah. Just as fast, okay. but can actually catch. Dante Hall, not, nah, he hell no. Nah. But, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But he's <laughs> Tyreek Hill's a dog. Tyreek Hill's a dog. Yeah. Man. I'm not mad at Tyreek Hill, number seven. Yeah. yeah. He caught 137 balls last year, y'all. 137. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't know that. When, I, I, when we do research for the show, I was like, damn, I didn't know that. Yeah. 105 <laughs> for 2017. He had 1,400. 1,400. Yeah. And 12 touchdowns. And you can't catch him. You can't catch him once he get going. And that's what I'm saying. He yeah. like Dante Hall. Guess what his yards after catch was? What's after catch line? <laughs> 489 yards after yeah. catch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, game crazy. I think he gives Odell Beckham a run for the most explosive player in the NFL, and you pairing him with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. That was the best thing ever happened to him Ooh. to get a real quarterback. Yeah, truly one of a kind. The touchdowns come easy to this kid. Mm-hmm. Very special player. No way in the hill. He should be number seven. Because, no, you, for sure. He shouldn't be number seven. Yeah. And then he's he got to be. No, wait, wait. He's number seven. He if he's on the list, he's number seven. If he's on the list, he might be a little Seven's high. hard to pick, man. Nah, man. Seven's hard to pick. That's all as I'm no, saying. Well, we, as, as we go along, yeah. who on earth are you removing for Tyree Hill as we go up this list? No, no, no. I'm saying he just goes higher on this list. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. as we go up this list, yeah, who's he going to replace? Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. – hell, he didn't make my list. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> who make your list? Yeesh. Mike Evans on this list, not Tyree Hill. Your list was long. I got players on my list. Anyway, speaking of the number six, yeah. Devontae Adams. Okay. Now, this is who should be higher. Okay. 111 receptions, 1,300 yards, 1,386 yards, 13 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Being the only option, one of the only options Aaron Rodgers had all year. He's open right now. Yesterday. Uh, today. As soon as he get out the car, as yep. soon as he hit, he put his pads on you. Man. He's open. Man, let's talk about it. <laughs> talk about it, King. Dude, he's the most underrated wide receiver in the NFL. It's not even close. I give you that. Yeah. Not even close. He does not get the love he deserves from national media. Yeah. And I think it could be due to the fact that the Packers not making the playoffs that year or last year. But this could be the year where I think everybody realizes how good Devontae Adams is. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. You got a fantasy pick right now. Devontae Adams or Mike Evans? Who you picking? Devontae Adams. Wow. Yeah, it's not even, yeah, for sure. If Aaron Rodgers, excuse me, can stay healthy, dude, the sky's the limit. I'm saying 130, 1,400, 12 touchdowns. Easy. Yeah, just duplicate what he did last year. Ah, man. Yeah, and that was his breakout year, and just keep keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, how you say career highs (laughs) the entire year, and, dude, just two years back-to-back with double-digit touchdowns. Yes, sir. And you got to realize there are no other wide receivers. So in turn, they can put one over the top, one under you, and then you and he's still going to get 111 balls, 13 touchdowns. Come on, man. Where's you sleeping on that kid? <laughs> he ain't doing. He ain't got one over the top on. I don't believe he. You better. You got to watch a little bit more. Bi- he gets busy. Yeah. yeah, pause. I had Devontae <laughs> Adams five on my Me too. list. Me too. For sure. What's on my list? Speaking of number five, <laughs> Odell Beckham, 26 years old, number three last year. 
Odell Beckham, arguably the most explosive player we've seen at the wide receiver position, especially when he wants to be. He only missed four games last season, had 77 catches, 1,052, and six scores. Complete. Give me 16 games this year. That's what I want to see him do. No drops. Yeah. Get them them drops down. He missed 21 games over his five-year career. (laughs) Get them drops down. Come on, man. (laughs) But the sky's the limit because this is the best quarterback that he had as a potentially, pro, as potentially. A yeah, potentially. I even in college. Eli, listen, Baker is better than Eli has ever since he's gotten into the NFL. Baker Mayfield is better than Eli Manning was when Odell was. There. Oh, hot, 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 now for real, hot, 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 hot. I, I really do think Eli so. Like that, yeah. And then gonna... you have Njoku at tight end. Yep. Then you have Antonio yeah. Callaway, Go Gators yep. in the slot, and yeah, then Jarvis. Yeah. Then the running game. Well, see, that's just a lot, man. That's, that's the only thing about it. It's so much that with Odell's attitude. Attitude, for sure. We're going to beat them game one, too. Yeah, most definitely. We're going to start some mess. Y'all yeah. beat them game yeah. one. We're going to yeah. beat them game one. For, for sure. sure. That's the best time to play them. Best time to play them, though. This team. Yeah, for they get going. Yeah, for they get going. I'm mad at that. All right. Number four is Michael Thomas on this list. Yeah. Okay. All right. He had 125 catches, 1,400 yards, nine touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And. Did you got a big time payday? Uh, highest paid wide receiver. Hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what you say? Hundred. <laughs> Three years into his career, I think he's improved every season. Okay, here we go. Here's the question I have about Mike Thomas. Okay. Is it Drew Brees or is it Michael Thomas? Oh, it's Michael Thomas. You think it's Michael? It's Thomas? Michael Thomas. He can he can play. He's extended Drew Brees' career. Yeah. Because mm. because okay. we were we were just about to get to start talking about is it time for Drew Brees? Mm-hmm. Is the game? Yeah. Then all of a sudden. Rejuvenate. He's open. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what the equivalent of Mike Thomas did for Drew Brees. Come on, Randy Moss in Tom. New England. In Tom Brady, did your Tom Brady? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, he led the league in receiving last year with 125 catches on 147 targets. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> Catch rate is absolutely insane, man. He's, um, I think he is. He's underrated mainly due to the fact of how good Drew Brees is. But that 74 percent completion rate that we talk about it has a lot to do with throwing the ball to Mike Thomas. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And another good thing working for Mike Thomas is he also has a an, an aggressive play caller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That helps yeah. him out a lot. They don't run the ball like that. No, they, yeah. they, they yeah. throw the ball in New Orleans. They throw the ball, but also they throw the ball to their running, running backs. backs. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's gonna be it's going to be different not having Mark Ingram there with Kamara. They're going to put maybe seven, eight in the box yeah. on him now. But you still yeah. got to go on Mike. Put them seven, eight in the box you want to. Go right ahead. You got to go on Mike. You got to go on Mike. Go right ahead. Yeah. Some, go, some real bad going to have your quarterback. <laughs> you know, like that. That's a fact. All right, let's move on. Next, yeah. Weezy's guy again, Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Led the league in touchdowns last year with 15. He's also with Pittsburgh. He's yeah. moved on to the Raiders um, with Derek Carr. As his quarterback now, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's going to translate, but yeah, I hope so. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, still the most talent, one of the most talented receivers we got. Um, yeah. Best on camera, best feet, some of the best feet you're going to see. Sure, um, Antonio Brown. I want him on my team. I, I thought he was coming to the Bills. I really did. I was happy. Yeah. I don't know what happened. You, uh, you know what happened? <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly. I, what happened. I woke up out of my sleep to make yeah. that tweet that morning and yeah. woke up the next day. Oh, he didn't. Where the hell would you want to go? You want to go to L.A.? Come on, man. In I mean, California, on, you want to go to Buffalo? I, mean, I just thought he wanted to you know, stick with the blue-collar like yeah. team. Griselda. Shout out to Griselda. Shout out to Griselda. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. <laughs> but him having 1,315 touchdowns, you missed four games, man. Yeah. He's racked up 1,100 yards in seven of the last eight seasons, yes, sir. 1,200 in the last six straight Sheesh. at 1,500 more in four of those. So he's 31 years old. I think he's going into the twi- – I think we've seen the best – of Antonio Brown. Okay. I really do think so. And he's really good. I'm not taking anything away from maybe he's one of the best wide receivers I've seen. But I think in terms of just longevity, okay. I think we've seen the best of Antonio Brown. Yeah, and he's going to really, 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 really miss being Roethlisberger. Yeah, not for sure. Being is cold, man. Being now, turn, no, I ain't taking nothing from Tony Brown. Tony Brown can catch, yeah. but be being put the ball on the money. Yeah, he's suffering a downgrade uh, with quarterbacks from Derek Carr. Yeah, going from Ben Roethlisberger. There's no question about that. But he's so good that I think that him being Antonio Brown is going to make Derek Carr look better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope, hope so. so. He, he's hope. also going to be training camp this week. Have you seen his feet? His feet smacked. 
<laughs> He's blisters. You seen yeah, the blisters? Yeah, yeah, feet, we'll man. post it on the, on the IG here later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's not. Yeah, it's rough, man. It's rough. Tough to watch. Like Dion feet. Yeah. Dion Sanders. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Let's yeah. move right along yeah. to <laughs> number two. Julio Jones. Yeah. 30 years old. Number four on the list last year. Nobody is more dominant at the position than Julio Jones. Mm. He's averaged 100 yards per game in five of the past six seasons. And he's led the NFL in that category three of the past four. Mm. That's dominance. That's dominant. Yeah, man. Two people on him all the time, too. Oh, my God. You want to talk about it. Dude. That's why he can't score. That's why he didn't have touchdowns. (laughs) Because you can't, in the the red zone, you have two people on him. Allocated to him at all times. At all all times. So, Calvin Ridley is going to eat. That's why Austin Hopper, Hooper, whatever his last name is, is going to eat. Because it's so much attention for this guy. And with size and speed, there's nobody that I think is better than Julio Jones, who was number one on my list. Woo! Yeah. He was no he was number two on my list. He's yeah. right here. Um but I can't argue that. Like there's yeah. if you if you walk in and say Julio Jones is the best wide receiver in the league. Nobody's gonna argue with no. you. Nope. Hell no. Don't say nothing. Mm-mm. Like don't say a word. Like yeah. I might look at you like, well I mean yeah, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> he didn't score a touchdown, touchdown. Yeah. in his first seven games last year. But he still about it. and scored eight touchdowns yeah. over the final nine games. Exactly. That's work, man. Yeah, before last, he scored three the whole season. Man. But you, but what you were gonna do is single team, yeah, one Hell. single coverage. Nah. You were gonna do that. Nah. No better. <laughs> this double, triple, all game long. No matter yeah. what. Is, is he a first fantasy pick, first round? If he can stay healthy, you could go ahead and mark fourteen hundred nine ten touchdowns every year, as long yeah. as he's healthy. As long as he's healthy, and no signs of slowing down. And there ain't no signs. No, yeah. no. All right, number one play on this list yep. is yep. this is J Boy. I like Nuke. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I like Nuke. Yeah. 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 DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah. He had 115 catches. Mm hmm. Yeah. 1,500 yards. Oh, for me. 11 touchdowns. And he just got a quarterback. And he just got a quarterback. <laughs> he just got a quarterback. <laughs> so, best, hand, best hands in the game? Who? I think can't guard Mike. Mike. I think Mike Tom's got the best hands. It's between him and, and I DeAndre don't know. Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins got hands. To me, it's DeAndre Bro. Hopkins. 147 targets, you, and yeah. you got 125 catches. Yeah, that's, that's saying something. That's <laughs> but it's the same thing. You, just throw it over here, bro. Yeah, <laughs> just, just get yeah, it over. If you watch Dodger Hopkins, he's catching the ball like this. Yeah, yeah. he's going to get it. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. going to get the ball. He aggressively going to get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, him and Julio, right? Okay. So Hopkins has only gone over 1,500 twice. Mm-hmm. Julio has done it three times. Mm-hmm. Hasn't recorded less than 1,400 yards in each of the last five years. Julio Jones has racked up higher yards per game average, mm-hmm. and Hopkins has never eclipsed the century mark in that stat in his career with 100 per game. So, barring injury, I think Julio Jones is better than him. But here's the thing, and when Jeff said this earlier, it makes so much more sense. He just now got a quarterback. Yeah. Give, who, give, <laughs> give him Matt Ryan his whole career. Not saying Julio won't ball yeah. no matter where he is. I'm the, please yeah. don't take it the wrong way. Give DeAndre Matt Ryan his whole Ooh. career. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. And it, it, I know I said this last week about Patrick Mahomes. He's the guy, even though he was number one quarterback, he's the guy you don't want people to watch Mm-mm. play quarterback because he's going to do some things untraditionally. You want people to watch DeAndre Hopkins play wide receiver. Oh, Nuka, if, you sure. got, if you got a young young player in your house, watch him. Nah, the for feet, sure. The hands, the route running, everything like that. That's what you want to do when you're a wide receiver. He's he just a prototype. I, yeah, prototype. At 99 he's, on man. Yeah, he's 99 on man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tell you everything I, I, you I, need I, to know. Like, I don't like to say this because I don't like to disrespect um, Fisher, but he's a better Fisher. Oh, the way he runs, the way he runs like that is. That's the hot take. Right I, I, I like that. that. I like that. Yeah, he's a better like fisher. Better hands yeah. than fisher. I, he's just better than fisher. Yeah. Fisher's good. Yeah, fisher's he's great. That team. Yeah, he's a hall of famer. Yeah. He's a hall of so famer. Whatever, whatever he's seen. done. Whatever fisher is ready to he's be. He's one of the best we've yeah. seen. Yeah, for sure. Don't be disrespectful. <laughs> but yeah, he is better. Larry's still playing. Larry's still playing. Larry's still, <laughs> Larry's still, Larry's still 84 on Mad. Yeah, yeah Larry's still playing. Let's talk about it. And he got a quarterback this year, too. That's what I've been hearing. Yeah. They've been talking good. They talking no, so no, 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 no. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. So let's laugh. Look. Okay. And they said my boy Rosen fighting for a job yeah, in Miami. Yeah, they did. They did. They said the Fist Magic is back. Yeah, said, but Fist Magic always yeah, looks good. He going to play out. Yeah, for that, sure. Yeah, that was, I That's saw great. that, that, that yeah, headline. Like, I was like, whoa. Mm, it said it's a fight. It's a dog it's fight. It's a dog fight. Yeah, so let's go over the list. Number one, DeAndre Hopkins. Number two, Julio Jones. Number three, Antonio Brown. Number four, Kangar Mike. Mike Kangar Thomas. Mike. Number five, Odell Beckham. Number six, Devontae Adams. And number seven, Tyreek Hill. For sure. Not a bad list. Let's be honest. Who yeah. was Tyreek Hill replaced on that list? Now, we said that we thought Tyreek Hill should go out. Who is he going to replace right there? 
I think Odell is seven. I <laughs> mean, I think Odell is seven. Just because of this year. He had a, he had a, <laughs> I think Odell goes to seven. And I, I moved Devontae Adams up to five. That's my list. I got you. Yeah, for sure. All right, who's going to be on this list next year? That's not on the list this year. Amari Cooper. That's my hot take. Amari AJ Green. Cooper. No. AJ Green hard again, so we don't I got Stephon Diggs having a really good year. Stephon Diggs. Yeah. yeah. I got the boy from uh, the Rams. Cooper Cup. Cooper, Cooper Cup. It's nothing wrong to believe it. He, 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 got a, he got a quarterback, too. Uh, I'm on a roll with the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Yeah, it you, is. You know, Mariota? I, I never called. I just took him in. I never called him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right <laughs> Can we talk about the tight ends? Let's, Let's do, do it. The makeup of the tight end position has changed a bit in a few years. It's full of half and have nots. Big injuries have happened. So, in turn, this list has changed dramatically mm-hmm. from last year. What's the list look like, Jeff, from last year? Last year, we had number seven, Evan Ingram. Number six, Jimmy Graham. Number five, Zach Ertz. Number four, Greg Olson. Number three, Delaney Walker. Number two, Rob Gronkowski. And number one, Travis Kelsey. Right. Let's get over the honorable mention list, starting with Jordan Reed. Yo, boy. That's my guy. It's Florida Gator. It's a Gator. The only thing that I worry about with Jordan Reed is injuries. If he can find a way to stay healthy throughout the year, he may be number one, number two on this list. It's not even close as far as athleticism. Most athletic tight end in the NFL. Hands down. It's not even close. Travis Kelsey's a dog, though. Yeah, but no. But as far as athleticism, nah. Aside from number one guy on on everybody's list, this kid is special, man. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. Number two, Jimmy Graham, man. Now, here's the thing about Jimmy. A year removed from double-digit touchdowns. Yeah. Jimmy only scored two touchdowns. Yeah, let's y'all. keep it a buck, y'all. Let's keep it a buck now. Come on, listen. This is Jay Ho's list on the sly. I'm just no, letting no, y'all know. No, no, no. <laughs> honorable mention. It's I'm honorable. just going through all the honorable mentions. Go ahead. Because we're going to go through a bunch of injured players. Okay. Yeah. So the next people, Greg Olson, yeah. Delaney Walker. Yeah. Okay. Um, What's my other guy? We got some who's who of tight ends on this For injured For sure. <laughs> and they're just injured. Yeah. Hunter Henry? Yeah, Hunter yeah. Henry. All of these tight ends have yeah. been injured this year. So, in turn, I think they would have all been in the top seven if they would have completed the 2018-19 season. For sure. But you have young and upcomings like O.J. Howard, yeah. who had a series of injuries that kept him in and out of games. But I think B.A., Bruce Arians, will have this guy looking very, very svelte. In, in, in 2019, like 2020. And I tell you what, man. <laughs> OJ Howard is going to have a breakout year this year. I agree. And Hunter Henry as well. Yeah. For Let's sure. kick it off, man. Number seven. Weezy, who we got? Not we, number number seven. seven, we have David and Joku. Joku had 56 catches, 639 yards, yes, and six touchdowns. It's Jeff Boy. Jeff fall hard for this one. Sure. It's my guy. It's, it's, it's my guy. guy. I mean, he did play for you know the, the enemy, but yeah. in college. But he's my guy though. Like I, yeah. I, he's a specimen. Yeah, he's open. He's open. <laughs> he's open. He's got good hands, good solid hands. Yeah. he's got a young quarterback. He's a young player. They're going to be able to grow together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to watch something special with him this year because yeah. with the attention, you got to get those wide out. Mm-hmm. You got to pay attention to that running game. Middle of the field is wide open. Freddie Kitchens loves Njoku. Baker Mayfield is his favorite target. Yeah. Um, this kid is going to have a great year this year. He's only 22. I think this is the leap forward where I think he'll end up, barring any injuries, being a top three tight end on this list next year for sure. That's my guy. Yep. Number six, we got Trey Burton, who was not ranked last year. Now, Trey Burton proved to be a solid weapon, 54 catches, 569 yards, six touchdowns, and 16 games for the NFC North Division champ, Chicago Bears. I think with this roster that they bring in in 2019-2020, the emergence and one more year of Mitchell Trubisky, this is a year for Trey Burton, and I think he goes over the 1,000-yard mark. He's one of those very athletic tight ends who will keep, I'm telling you. 1,000-yard tight end? 1,000-yard tight Burton. ends. Trey Burton. Right at it. Right around 900. So nine, like nine if yeah, anybody can sure. do it, he can do it. Now, he's, now he's a young. Man, that threw me off that. <laughs> you, remember, you remember Trey Burton in Florida was the next T-ball? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I remember. I mean, yeah. I, I get it. I he know why he's on the list. Way. I know why he fall off of the list. Both of Florida guys on there. Saying but it's up to Trubisky though. Yeah, because he's got to make that turn this year. Like, yeah, to, to to really make him proud. Do y'all believe in Trubisky? I don't. I, but that I believe in Matt Nagy's system, and Matt Nagy's gonna have those boys looking great next year. So, I I believed in Trubisky last year, and it burnt me. Mm. <laughs> So you done. So, you got burnt. It's hot. Yeah, it's hot. I still think mm-hmm. he's going to turn the corner, though. I think, like like you said, with the system, mm-hmm. I think it fits his skill set very well. Yeah. So I hope 
I'm right about him. 60 catches between 8 to 10 touchdowns, right around 900 yards to 1,000. Right. Watch what Trey Burton does. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, come on. <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to number five, yeah. got Jared Cook. Yep. All right, so it's Weezy fall off. Right, listen, guy. I'm trying to tell you. Weezy. Jared Cook, you have a fan at yeah. FSP, and his name is Howard Williams. He had the third. gloves on. A Titan. <laughs> He's a Titan guy. Yeah. He was a Titan guy. Yeah, yeah. Sure. He was an 11 year vet. 896 receiving yards last season, fourth most among NFL tight ends. For sure. I mean, I mean, if you say so. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Weezy fall hard for this guy. I think he's going to help the Saints out a lot. Yeah. Um, he's a veteran, so he's going to get how to get open with all the, the, the tricks of the trade. Yeah. But Weezy defend this man. Like I don't have yeah. him this high. Yeah. Like, yeah. Eight hundred ninety six yards. Yeah. yeah. Six touchdowns on a system that was entirely focused on Jerry Cook after Amari Cooper left. And regardless of what you say, mm-hmm. are they all focus on Jerry Cook. He produced. He produced. He, everybody else knew the, the opponents knew they was focused on Jerry Cook. Yeah, 41% of the targets that the Raiders thrown, yeah. they was towards they Jerry are, Cook. Every, every other team has film, too. They got film, too. But he is, man. Here's the good thing about him. Him being 32 years old, he is playing with a quarterback and a system that looks at their tight end. They use Ben Watson. Yeah. They use Jimmy Graham over the years. Mm-hmm. So, Jerry Cook will look good in New Orleans because yeah. at the end of the day, there's one wide receiver in New Orleans. <laughs> and his name is Kango I Mike. Yeah. So, in turn, you're going to get catches. Yeah. I just don't think it will be sustainable 800 yards, how many, many six touchdowns in 2019. You have 700 yards for sure. Mm. Trey, I bet Trey Burton has more yards than Jerry Cook in this year. That's a solid bet. That's a good bet. That's a good bet. That's a good bet. That's a good bet. Let's do it. That's a good bet. You don't want to do it, but <laughs> that's, that's a, a good, good bet. bet. <laughs> yeah, no injuries for sure. <laughs> Number four on this list is Eric Ebron. Mm-hmm. He's playing with one of the most underrated quarterbacks, I think, in the history of the NFL. And you didn't say that at all last year. I mean, last week. Oh, I fought far for uh, Andrew Love because y'all didn't want him on the list. Ebron, 66 catches. Yeah. 750 yards, yeah. 13 touchdowns. 13 touchdowns is crazy. Andrew Love, though. We, yeah. as he, he finally made that red but zone. This was the year, though. Yeah. This was because the league was about done with him. Yeah. He was about to be out of here. Yeah. And if it weren't for injuries, he wouldn't have had the shot he had last year. So yeah. I'm hoping he sustained this and, and builds his career back up because we all thought coming out of college, this is what he's supposed to look like. Bro, he had 110 targets. <laughs> 110 targets at the tight end position? That's Ooh. amazing, <laughs> bro. And I think, I think his snap count will go down when they bring back Jack Doyle as long yeah. as he stays healthy. But adding Devin Funches yeah. and Jack Doyle in, he's not going to look like that. But at four, it makes sense if you're coming off a 13 touchdown season. That's and, a, that's a great title name, right? Yeah, and, and let's be honest, Jack uh, Doyle. <laughs> Andrew Love is a. He loves tight end ever since college. Mm-hmm. He yeah. loves tight ends. Yeah, yeah. He always had. He always played in two, two tight end set. Mm-hmm. He loves tight ends for sure. <laughs> right, let's move on to number three. Zach Ertz, number five on this list last year. I think we could call 2018 a breakout season for him and his wife, who was on the soccer team. Shout yeah. out to U.S. Soccer Team. Yeah, I got yeah, that yeah. T-shirt on yeah. today. But now um, Ertz now has four consecutive 800 yard seasons. I had Zach Ertz number two on my list, but this kid. Is a dog at the tight end position. Underrated. Yeah. Yeah. And he can block. Yeah. He does both. He catches the ball and he's, and you don't mind putting him over there on the DN or a tackle to make the block. Yeah. At 160, I think you said it was 116 catches last yeah. year. Yeah, it's crazy. And 156 yeah. targets leads yeah. all tight ends. That's tough. So I let you know, <laughs> playing fantasy football, he's going to get yeah. at least 125 targets. Yeah. You probably need to get Zach Ertz. Yeah, easy. If you can get Zach Ertz you, for a good for need, a good price. You need a tight end to a fantasy. Dude, he, had, yeah. he had 1,100 receiving yards, y'all. Eight touchdowns. Man. He's a matchup nightmare. Yeah. Because, like I said, he can block, so you don't know what – you really don't know what he's going to do. And you got to respect the Eagles running game with him on the side. Yeah. Nah, he's, he's – he's, nah. I want him on my team. Like I said, he needs to be a bill, too. Yeah, only <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins and Juju Smith-Schuster had more had more double-digit target games than Zach Ertz. Insane. That's okay. Move on to number two. Yeah, you probably should have did this one. Yeah, my guy. This is a one-hit wonder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Greg, I'm sorry, George Kittle. Yeah, Forty Niners. Yeah, in one season, mm-hmm. it's the fifth-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 80, 88 receptions, thirteen hundred yards, and five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Let's talk with, about that. Yeah, no, with <laughs> Kittle. Um, he's been a bit of a revelation for Kyle Shanahan in okay. the offense. He's leading all tight ends in yardage and yeah. only his second season, dude. Like you said, a fifth-round pick, yeah. 1,300 yards. 
he is and more of an anomaly because they're going to find a situation where to key in on him. We have Debo Samuel. Yeah. We have Austin, Austin Pettis. Pettis. Yeah. yeah. We, we have wide receivers now, and I think Kittle's production will go down, but he'll still be a number one, number two tight end. Tight end. Yeah, yeah for sure. One season, though. One season. That's your man. That's my guy. <laughs> Shout out to George Kittle, man. I'm telling you, Jimmy, we didn't talk about Jimmy last week. Jimmy got sold. Watch what Jimmy do this year. Jordan Brand, he going to light it up, dog. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy got Number Jimmy one got on this list. Yeah, thank sure. you, Weezy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Number one on this list. You know, I was going to talk about it. Travis Kelsey, man. Yeah. Come on. Travis Kelsey. 103, 103 catches. Yeah. yeah. What's that? 1,300? Yeah. 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns. Yeah. Just a model of consistency. And he's, playing yeah. with, and he's playing with one of the best quarterbacks. Yeah. I think Kelsey has a crazy mix of size, speed, and explosiveness. Putting alongside a great quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, yeah. I think this dude is destined to be one of the best tight ends of all time if he can maintain mm-hmm. this type of consistency. And I think Andy Reid will find a way to do that with that high-powered offense. Three straight years over a thousand, at least a thousand. Yeah, as a tight end. Come yeah, on, you know he played quarterback <laughs> to Cincinnati ju- to a junior college, mm-hmm. and he's invited to the cookout. And he's definitely invited yeah. to the cookout. Yeah, you get Tra- busy. I'm telling you, yeah, some, yeah, nah, yeah for, for real. Like, that's we, my homeboy. Yeah, for, yeah, for real. Travis is your no, own. Yeah, no. Nah, it's yeah, not yeah, even. This yeah. is the. I think this is as far as number one, the disparity of anybody on this list. He's yeah. by far the number one in his position. It's True. by far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not even close. He was the easy pick. That was he the was easy, easy pick. pick. Yeah. yeah, he was yeah. the only player in the league at any position to have at least five catches in fifteen games last season. That's crazy. Hey man, light it up, man. Yeah. Travis Kelsey, Killer Trav, my guy. Killer Trav, number one on the list. Number two, George Kittle. Number three, Zach Ertz. Number George four, <laughs> Eric Ebron. Number five, Jared Cook. Number six, Trey Burton. And number seven, David Njoku. Yeah. Anybody on – anybody will be added to this list in 2019, 2020. Go ahead. Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker. If he if he decides to play after this mm-hmm. year, I think he'll be back on the list. I have Evan Ingram. Evan yeah. Ingram for sure. Yeah. yeah. I got to go with Delaney Walker also. Oh, girl. Yeah. Gronk is done. Gronk right. might not be done. Gronk might not be done. Really? Yeah. We'll see. They said he's coming back. Hey, it's rumors. It's rumors. Yeah. Nah, I ain't yeah. heard that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that is another top seven. FSP style. Annual. Yeah, it's definitely FSP it's style. Fifth always, so that's the offensive side. We don't do offensive linemen. Yeah. Um, we're moving on to the other side of the ball with the D linemen, oh, D okay. end. It's kind of, I don't know. What very disrespectful. Is. I mean, it's just very hard to do a list. It is. Top it's, seven. It's just be me and you. It'd be me. Yeah, <laughs> nobody's listening. Let's talk about O-linemen. Shout out to the O-linemen for sure. Most important people on the, on, on the team. Bro. On the team, yeah. for sure. Shout out Jeff, to the left tackles in the world. We got our last installment, right? Yeah, last of our version okay. of the Why You Fell In Love With Sports. We got Coach Lock coming up. Listeners, please send in. Your reasons and why you fell in love with sports, send them DM us, text us, email us at FS uh, Full Sport Press. Why you fell in love with sports? It's for sure. No worries. Yeah. Let's get started with Coach. It's your man, Coach Lock, checking in for the Full Sport Press. When did I fall in love with sports segment? Uh, I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, as you all know, born and raised, and was brought up in Tennessee State, born and raised basically. My mom and dad both went to Tennessee State. A bunch of my family went to Tennessee State. So I was brought up watching sports at Tennessee State, football games, basketball games, but more specifically, going to a Tennessee State basketball game when I was about 10 years old. The thing that really made me fall in love was watching that 1993 and 1994 men's basketball team with Carlos Rogers, Monty Wilson, Tim Horton, too many to name and they just dominated the OVC they wound up being back-to-back champions uh for conference tournament going to the NCAA tournament Carlos wound up being a lottery pick in the NBA so watching them and watching how it brought the city of Nashville out and how Gentry Center used to be packed as a basketball game and program really made me fall in love with basketball uh just watching the atmosphere and the way they played and the way the crowd would get into the game. And it just made me fall in love with basketball, made me love basketball and sports that much more. It allowed me to look at something to emulate and try to be and strive to be in basketball, which I eventually went on to play at Tennessee State. So that was pretty cool. Ever since then, man, I fell in love with sports and started liking other sports as much, football, uh, just a sports person, i.e. why we started that podcast. And I'm not there all the time, but I'm there in spirit and always on it when I'm back. will always be full sport press. So 
y'all boys keep holding it down man keep doing a great job and we're gonna keep growing the full sport press and everybody don't forget to tell a friend Coach Lockout. That, Coach Lockout is a he bleed blue. He bleed blue for yeah, sure. For real. So it makes <laughs> me feel blue. bad yeah. uh, that I don't um, represent my alma mater as much. <laughs> yeah, you as don't I bleed do. blue. But I but I bang with We love sure. we love TSU. Yeah, most definitely. And that is our top seven. Again, send those to Jeff. Jeff is the guy yeah. for our where did you or what made you fall in love with sport. Absolutely. Great segment for yeah. sure. Next week defensive side of the ball send yeah. in those lists let's get them in a little earlier we get them later and later yeah. I didn't get those to Jeff until 10pm central standard time last night and I yeah. apologize on the air for you Jeff hey, no that. problem bro okay. uh, I, I was still getting lists uh, when I sent you my list at 11 o'clock today <laughs> yeah, no, so sure. get shot to y'all. it gets a little tricky man yeah. uh, we gotta have a hard deadline on that for yeah. sure um, cameraman sorry running over a little bit ready to go Weezy Everything have a nice week dog <laughs> oh you too <laughs> You too, man. I'm jumping nice the gun. You too, brother. Yeah, you yeah. are. Hey, you have a nice week, man. Hey, man, I need that. Thank you, dog. What you gonna eat for lunch this week? You gonna man. go? How many times do you eat out for lunch at work? Maybe two, three times a week. Really? That's Panera. You know, I ain't never paid for lunch at work. Well, ever. You one of God's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> ever. For sure. Considering your profession, I can. Nah, say not two to three times. Week. Maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe once or twice a week for sure. You ever eat a peanut butter jelly sandwich? For lunch? Yeah. No. Breakfast <laughs> for sure. That's a go-to lunch plan for me. Breakfast. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Snack, I guess. Yeah, I don't sure. need that for lunch. Yeah, I need that for breakfast. <laughs> Peanut butter sure. and jelly. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Put a soda on the side? I ain't see. There we go. Let's get out of here. Oh, everything's right, a joke. Hey, make it rain. Hey, make it rain. Hey, make it rain. Hey, I want me to do a podcast this guy. You're right. Now, tweet us with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment, give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page. Somebody gave us a thumbs down last week. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, um, oh on the iTunes page, please rate <laughs> and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. <laughs> to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Weezy. Everything paid for, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Camera's always on, brother. The revolution will be podcasted. We are out. Oh, man. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted.